Oh, it's going to be a great weekend. Great uh, action. Great uh, football. May the best Michigan team win. That's a little, if you analyze that, you'll know what I'm saying. Uh, how's the gas prices? Uh, what have you been paying uh, out there, uh, Mr. Rieger? Um, I've seen the gas prices have been pretty uh, stable, maybe a few cents lower. Danielle? Um, in my neck of the woods, I'm at 340-something, and then sometimes I go out to Howell, they're at 380, 390-something. All right. Well, Patrick DeHaan, the man, the head of petroleum analysis at Gas Buddy, is here to talk about what we should look at, I think, as good news. Some gas prices are falling, even with oil nearing $90 a barrel. It's been a roller coaster. Patrick, welcome back. Well, thanks for having me. What do you think? I mean, I would have thought that with the uh, cowardly Hamas terrorist activity that we would have had some sky-high prices. They they blipped, basically. You know, it's it's always dependent on the situation, right? It's sometimes hard to be able to know what's going to happen. I guess that's that's job security for me is that not every situation, in fact, every situation's uh, different. Um, And and I'm hearing a lot of, of the refrain that, you know, I'm surprised that gas hasn't gone up with what's happening in the Middle East. Now, that's because right right now, at least, the tug of war, if you were to, you know, say gas prices are a tug of war between supply and demand and some of these other issues, right now, the tug of war is being won by the downward side on gas prices, the fall in gasoline demand. We are in fall. Demand is falling. Just like next spring, demand will be springing forward. And prices will go up in the spring. They go down in the fall. It's not because there's an election, right? Next year, people are going to say, oh, they're falling in the fall. Well, it happens every year because of the change to winter gasoline and the fact that aside from going to East Lansing to watch Michigan take on Michigan State, Americans aren't driving as much in the fall months. And so that's still pushing downward pressure on prices. And again, the switch over to winter gasoline this year was a, a nice jump because it butane by the way is the big difference between winter and summer gasoline there's more butane in winter gasoline that butane is generally selling for a dollar a gallon or less so you kind of like cutting gasoline if you will Hmm. Uh, those cheaper components make it cheaper to fill up and that's what we've seen the average price in detroit now 340 in fact i'm looking at my screen here now we've got plenty of stations uh, a couple of dozen of them below three dollars a gallon in metro detroit below three dollars below three dollars is that that E85 or is that some is that regular no, gasoline? No, no. No, that's regular gasoline. I mean, a lot of these are cash prices, but I'll give you an example, the Costco in Livonia, 2.99 a gallon. Uh, Costco in the yeah, Costco. Okay. There was a period of time where the Costco advantage seemed to disappear, but it sounds like it's back big time right now. Well, you know, there are some other stations, even if you're not a member. Um, I'm seeing a BP in Dearborn, a Shell in Taylor, a Sam's in Southfield, and Amico in Dearborn as well. Uh, you know, uh, that's why I would say fire up the Gas Buddy app, because those prices are out there. In fact, a Sitgo in Dearborn Heights reported five minutes ago, cash price of two eighty nine a gallon. Wow. And this, this is so because they have stores and they're making their money on the things they sell in the stores? Well, it, it, it depends. I mean, they, th- that's, you know, that's a good reason why the Costco's always are cheaper, right, is because they don't necessarily have a convenience store. They have a massive warehouse. They want you to go in and buy, you know, all sorts of toilet paper um, and, and, and dog food and, you know, quantity of, of thousands of, of, you know, quantities of, of paper whatever. towels. 
Exactly. The whole kit and caboodle. So to to your point, though, convenience stores will try and be competitive, uh, especially if they have a nice C-store attached to it to bring you in there. But a lot of stations just, you know, it's just a funny game of competition. Some of them are more competitive. Some of them may have paid a lower price than the guy down the street, and they may be more willing to offer you a realistic, uh, a lower price because the market moves every day. So stations generally fill their tanks every three to five days. Uh, somebody might be holding on to gasoline they bought a week ago for a lower price, and some might have just filled up yesterday for more. So that can really cause the fluctuation. How many, uh, without, I don't know, we're not telling secrets, I guess, spilling secrets, but Patrick DeHaan with us, head of petroleum analysis, Gas Buddy, um, you sometimes get the impression that, that trucks with no markings on them are carrying gas and they will take that gas to whatever stations need it or will buy it from them. And so you start to say, well, does the brand really matter anymore? Or do the big brand names, the shells, uh, you know, things like that, are they, do they stick to their gasoline for sure? Uh, generally speaking, yes, they'll have contracts, uh, but some areas they may not have a shell refinery, so to speak. So there still may be shell additives that shell supplies via pipeline or something else. Uh, but by and large, if you're filling up at BP, that, that gasoline probably came from a BP refinery, or some refineries have offtake agreements that they supply you in this area of the country where they have a refinery, and where they don't have a refinery in the other area of the country, they may supply it from another refinery. So there, there can be, you know, it's what we call marketing of gasoline can vary. And by the way, do you know that even though that gasoline may not be labeled as such on the tanker trucks, you always know if it's gasoline by looking at the placard on the side, the hazard label, right? The DOT has a label on the side that says flammable, and if it says 1203, it's gasoline. What's What would diesel be, do you know? Uh, I'm trying to think what the uh, hazard number for diesel is right off the top of my head. I think it's um, it's right around that. It might be a number too lower. It might be 1202. I'm I'm trying to remember though. Diesel's like I mean you often see diesel going to the truck stop. Uh, but uh, I'll have to pull that up right. here. Right, yeah, it's good to know though. At 1203, and that definitely means gasoline. What we've done so far, back to the. Uh, uh, that's something that we thought might affect prices more than it is yet or now. Um, the gas prices are apparently going to be likely continuing to drop toward the end of the year, but they, the one twist could be if this war yeah. uh, expands to include oil-producing nations in the region, then we're going to see it. We're going to feel it. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, and Iran ha- has obviously been supportive of Hamas. They've, they've really, Iran has increased their rhetoric, calling for an embargo on oil going into Gaza or, or Israel. Um, they're just beating the drum, it seems like. Um, you know, so I'm not sure if we, uh, the market is, is taking the words with a little bit of caution, but you never know if, if you know, Iran is going to get pulled in, if they're going to just jump in to what's happening in the Middle East. And by the way, the diesel number is 1202. So ah, diesel, 1203 gasoline. <laughs> it was driving you um, crazy, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I knew it, was, it had to be right next door to gasoline uh, because you'll see those two labels on a lot of trucks. But, yeah, if Iran gets pulled into this, that, that changes the game significantly. And by the way, if we're, if we're two or three weeks from today, if we're in early November, by the time prices bottom out, well, then any smaller deviation in the Middle East could start to drive prices. But like I said, the tug of war right now is being won still by the fundamentals pushing prices lower. But the tug of war could go the other way in the next few weeks. 
Well, we'll keep an eye on it, and our wallets will keep an eye on it. And we always appreciate your help. Patrick DeHaan, Head of Petroleum Analysis at GasBuddy. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks for having me again. Oh, it's always our pleasure. We love having you on board. Uh, speaking of other fuels, a bottle of what Sotheby's is calling the most sought-after scotch whiskey is set to go for auction next month with an estimated price of $1.4 million for a 96-year-old bottle of Macallan. That's a lot. 